0: Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom, and in this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about Autistic Spectrum Disorder. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along in the CAM section of the Zero to Finals website or in the Zero to Finals Pediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. Autistic Spectrum Disorder refers to the full range of people affected by a deficit in social interaction, communication, and flexible behaviour. The classification of Autistic Spectrum Disorder was defined in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders 5th edition or DSM-5, which was introduced in 2013. This took previous diagnoses such as Asperger's Syndrome and Autistic Disorder and grouped them into one Spectrum Disorder, suggesting that the same disorder was responsible for the features of the condition, and those that are affected fall somewhere along a spectrum. The autistic spectrum has a significant range. On one end, patients have normal intelligence and ability to function in everyday life, but display some difficulties with reading emotions and responding to others. This was previously known as Asperger syndrome. On the other end of the spectrum, patients can be severely affected and unable to function in normal environments. Let's talk about the features. As we've already suggested, features vary greatly between individuals along the autistic spectrum. The features can be categorized as deficits in social interaction, communication, and behavior. Features are usually observable before the age of three years. Firstly, the features of social interaction include a lack of eye contact, Delay in smiling, avoiding physical contact with others, being unable to read nonverbal cues, difficulty with establishing relationships, and not displaying a desire to share attention, for example, not playing with others. Next, the features that suggest a problem with communication are a delay or absence or regression in language development a lack of appropriate non-verbal communication such as smiling, eye contact, responding to others, and sharing interest, delay with imaginative or imitative behavior, and repetitive use of words or phrases. And finally, the features of autism that affect behavior are a greater interest in objects, numbers, or patterns rather than people, Stereotypical repetitive movements such as self-stimulating movements that are used to comfort themselves, for example hand-flapping or rocking. Intensive or deep interests that are persistent and rigid. Repetitive behaviours and fixed routines. Anxiety and distress with experiences outside their normal routine. And extremely restricted food preferences. So how is a diagnosis made? A diagnosis should be made by a specialist in autism. This may be a pediatric psychiatrist or a pediatrician with an interest in development and behavior. It is possible to make a diagnosis before the age of three years. Making a diagnosis will involve a detailed history and assessment of the child's behavior and communication. Let's talk about management. Autism cannot be cured. Management depends on the severity of the child's condition, and management involves a multidisciplinary team approach to provide the best environment and support for the child and their parent. And this will involve input from child and adolescent mental health services, child psychology, speech and language specialists, dietitians, pediatricians, social workers, specially trained educators and special school environments, and charities such as the National Autistic Society. So thanks for listening to this episode on autistic spectrum disorder. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. You can find more resources on the Zero to Finals website at zerotofinals.com, and I hope you tune in for the next episode where we'll talk about attention deficit hyperactivity disorder.